What is on your Dallas Stars Christmas wish list? I think many will agree with my top choice. Find out next on Locked On Stars. Your Locked On Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans, and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Stars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. It's a pleasure to be with you. I'm Joey Erickson, former producer, 105 Through the Fan, and play-by-play voice of the Chippewa Steel. Be sure to subscribe. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. And as always, thank you so much for making us a part of your day and making us your first listen. What is on your Dallas Stars Christmas wish list? Let me know in the comments below. I have three choices for you today. We'll also touch on this defense, which is starting to churn out some offense and is very key to the Stars' success. And what the heck just happened with Maverick Bork and the Texas Stars last night? Some pretty remarkable stuff from Mr. Bork. Find out what he did later on in today's episode. And Logan Stankoven, because those two pretty much go hand in hand. But... Let's touch on my Dallas Stars Christmas wish list. But first, today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. The number one choice at the top of my list, pretty please, general manager Jim Neal, get me a right shot defenseman the stars desperately need one i did an episode on potential trade targets not too long ago all of them were righties and defensemen i'll take chris tana from calgary brett pesci from carolina sean walker from philadelphia you name them i want him on this team and it would be so so valuable it would allow Miro to hopefully play on his strong side which we've been begging for forever it would help give him an uptick in production offensively and it would really help the stars in their own zone they only have two righties right now and one of them's being healthy scratch more often than not in Niels Lundqvist and the other is Yanni Hockenpah it would even allow Harley to play on his strong side a bit more which would really help this stars team and we saw it come back to haunt them Monday night against Seattle when you're in a very tight game you're up by one and you're trying to kill off the final 30 seconds of a hockey game and you got two lefties out there because the majority of the time is going to be handled by Miro Haskinen and Ryan Suter in those tight situations. The opponents pulled their goalie. Miro's forced to go on his backhand more often than not to try to clear the zone. Stars unable to get the puck to center ice. Ends up in the back of your net and forces the game into overtime, albeit they want it. But either way, it would give you so much more security to not have your defensemen constantly on their backhands, throwing hope passes most of the time is what I call them, up the boards, just rims in order to find a winger. If you have your defensemen on their strong side, it will allow for cleaner exits, cleaner transition play, and I think turn into some more offensive chances for the stars as well. And I know many of you that have been knocking on the door for this along with me, a right shot defenseman would go a long, long way for the Dallas stars because they don't have many internal solutions right now. They have to go somewhere else. Hopefully they could do it. I would love to, <laughs> but one 
would be great as well. My second choice on my Dallas Stars Christmas wish list is I would like the Stars to return to a defensive stalwart. Look, they do not have the personnel to be as good as they used to be to some degree, but I would like them to return to the top eight in goals against average. They've now dipped down to 14th in the National Hockey League, 3.13 goals per game allowed. That is not good enough to win a Stanley Cup. Most teams are in that top 10 range. Last year, the Stars were top 10 in scoring and goals against. If they can return to the top eight, maybe the top five, I think that would do wonders for the Stars. And kind of the right shot defenseman feels like it goes hand in hand with that proclamation as well. If they can return to shutting games down defensively, it will allow the Stars to do big things moving forward because the offense has been there so far this season. The addition of Matt Duchesne cannot be overstated. He has been so, so good. He's made that line one of the best in all of hockey, and he's provided an element that the Stars have been missing, depth scoring. They're getting scoring from multiple lines plus The top line hasn't produced like the top line yet this season. Hopefully that is still in there, even though three of them are still within the top five of scoring (laughs) on the Stars this season, which is crazy to say, but they certainly have not been as effective yet this season. If they can return to the top eight in goals against, goaltending is going to play a huge part in that as well. Scott Wedgwood will be controlling the reins here for the next few weeks with Jake Ottinger out uh, with a lower body injury on a week-to-week basis. When Otter returns, if he can get back to that Vesna-level uh, Vesna goaltending that we had been accustomed to seeing on a night-in and night-out basis, that will help the defense as well. And the Stars can return to being a real, real strong contender for the Stanley Cup this season. So those are are my top two so far on my Stars Christmas wish list. A right shot defenseman and just as a team defending much, much better. This final third wish is a bit timely and not so much the bigger picture, but I think it's really, really key. Wyatt Johnston needs to get out of his scoring slump. It has been 11 games Since Wyatt Johnston has scored a goal, he got off to that terrific start. As we well know, nine goals in the first, what, 20 games or something like that. And he hasn't scored in 11. And he just has three assists as well. 19 points in 30 games. Got off to a great pace. And we haven't seen him as much. Hasn't had as many flashes. I don't think his line's been as great uh, either. And probably that's, part of it. Johnston's kind of the driver of the line. If he can get going, I think Jamie Benn and Evgeny Dodonov will follow. Jamie Benn is following up his season from a year ago with a great outlook as well. 21 points, 16 assists, but hasn't been as dominant on the power play. He's still looking for that first power play goal on the season, but I think if Wyatt Johnston starts finding his scoring touch Again, that'll open up another line, which makes this team even more deadly. That's why it matters so much. If White Johnson gets that line buzzing, man, this Stars team 
will be very, very hard to beat. And the remarkable thing about this run so far, 30 games in, and they're in the tops of the Central Division, is that not all three or four lines have been going all at the same time. It felt like early on in the season, it was kind of that Wyatt Johnston bend line, and then it's transferred over now to Duchesne, Marchment, and Sagan. They've been really, really good. I think Rope and the top line kind of took control for about a week here just recently. Uh, and but still it is not up to that effectiveness as they had been as one of the top lines in, in hockey uh, for the last few seasons. If they can get two or three of these lines going all uh, in at the same time, man, this will be a very, very dangerous hockey team. And that comes with consistency, and they certainly need to be more consistent as a five-man unit. Uh, they're still working out some kinks. I thought Monday's game against Seattle was a great little step in the right direction. But how many times have I said that this season? And then it feels like they take two steps back. Big contest on Thursday against a very good Vancouver Canucks team. So those are my three Christmas wish lists items, you could say, if that's how I'm going to put it eloquently. <laughs> a right shot defenseman for the Dallas Stars. Anybody. General Manager Jim Neal, <laughs> uh, get on the phone, call the North Pole, and pluck one and bring him here to this team. Need Wyatt Johnston to find his scoring touch and get the Stars defense back to within top 10 at least in goals against average. And that, of course, encompasses a bit of defending and, more importantly, great goaltending, whether that's Scott Wedgwood or Jake Ottinger. And I think Wedgwood is going to be so good for the Stars. He was so good on Monday. He just battles, and you have to love that about your backup netminder. He gives the Stars a chance to win, which is all you can ask for on most nights. Please let me know your Christmas wish list. I'm sure many of you have more than me. Being more physical, just a physical presence, I think you could plop on there as well. That would be great. Matching the physicality of some of the big boy teams, like your Vegas, who are huge on the back end. Even Seattle plays a game with a little edge. St. Louis is a team that beat up on the Stars more recently. And we would agree that the Stars are better than St. Louis, even though they lost, I think. Uh, I don't think it's really much of an argument. Uh, many maybe differ, but uh, there we go. That is my Dallas Stars Christmas wish list for the rest of the season. Let's talk about this defense, though. As we segue into this, they've been starting to find their offensive stride a bit, which is very key for the Dallas Stars. We'll do that in just a moment. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by Sleeper. A new NHL season brings all sorts of possibilities. The Dallas Stars could hoist the Stanley Cup. Matt Shane could score 50 goals, and you could win big by playing daily fantasy hockey on Sleeper, the official daily fantasy app of the Locked On NHL Network. Sleeper is our number one choice for daily fantasy sports, and especially daily fantasy hockey, because with Sleeper, you can win a hundred times your cash in daily fantasy hockey contest, and it is so easy to use. The, the chat group team functionality in the app 
where you can connect with other fans is so easy. You can make entries in less than a minute, and you don't just have to play the NHL Daily Fantasy. You got football, you got college football, NFL, all of that good stuff as well. But with NHL, you can play Daily Fantasy Hockey, and all you got to do is pick the studs of the world, like the McDavid's. He's going to get three points a night, right? (laughs) And you just pick more or less on certain projections, like goals, assists, saves, plus minus, in a given game, and you could win 100 times your bet on Sleeper by correctly predicting the outcome of eight player stats. You heard me, Stars fans. You can win 100 times your money playing Daily Fantasy Hockey with Sleeper. So start paying attention, nail those picks, and you could start winning big. Use promo code LOCKEDONNHL and you'll get $200 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code LOCKEDONNHL. See Sleeper's terms of use for details and with location availability. So what is going on with this Stars defense recently? Feels like there's been an uptick in defense. And it feels like when the Stars were really at their best, they're getting production from their back end. You know, a a few... Years ago, when Rick Bonus had control of that decor, they ranked uh, among the tops in the NHL in terms of defensive scoring when they made that incredible run to the bubble cup, so to speak, uh, in 2020. John Klingberg and Mira Haskinen were going bonkers <laughs> in that playoff run, and it was just so graceful to watch those two command the ice and just make things happen night in and night out. And Miro had such a big year on the power play last year, of course, with 76 points, and he's been uh, a bit quieter in that department, just 21 points on the year in the first 30 games, with this, which is nothing to scoff at by any means. But so far, uh, he just has, what is it, eight power play assists, and, and I think he has a goal, nine total points on the power play, and he had the second most a season ago, just behind Jason Robertson. Thomas Harley, though, is picking up the slack of it. Eight goals now. Thomas Harley, as I touched on yesterday, man, one off the league leaders in goal scoring for defensemen. And the only defenseman with a power play goal, a shorthanded goal, and an OT winner, which is pretty, pretty remarkable. So when the calendar flipped to December, this is when the Stars really started to get some production. So nine games in to uh, this holiday season, so to speak. Uh, and take a look at some of these numbers. I'm going to throw at you here some stats. Eight points for Miro in the eight games. He leads the way. Thomas Harley right behind him. Seven points. Four goals in nine games. Esselindel, he's a goal scorer now, I mind you. Two goals, three assists for five points. Yanni Hockenpah. Did not have a point entering the month. He's got five assists now in the month alone. Joel Hanley picked up an assist. Ryan Suter's there with one. And Niels, who's only played in three games, is without a point yet as well. So that shows you the type of uptick the Stars were getting. Hockenbaugh didn't have a point coming in to the month. But Miro has been starting to find his stride a bit too, uh, which is is good a good, good sign. He scored three goals this last week. And taking a look at his last five now, he's got five points in his last five games. Did not end up with one against Seattle, which is pretty surprising because he was involved in a lot of the Stars' offense in that one. But either way, he's having a very, very good month. Thomas Harley, of course, who's been a revelation and really saving the Stars' decor. Man, uh, for him to be having this coming out party is going to do so much for Dallas moving forward. But his four goals have been so nice and just so 
fun to watch too. His ability to do it at different stages in the game, the shorthanded goals they mentioned uh, against Ottawa, getting goals on the power play. And at five on five, he's even better. You can play him with anybody now. And I think that opens up offense for other guys because they're so mind controlled or maybe not mind control, but they're so focused. I should say maybe tunnel vision on 55 and four. It'll open up lanes for guys like Hawk and Pond Lindell, which I don't think is the reason why those two have been finding uh, some points along the way. I think it's just, they've been more aggressive. They've been jumping up at the play, especially off the rush and getting some chances. Also, here's a, a few things I want to throw at you too. Miro Haskinen ranks 11th in terms of shot attempts amongst defensemen here this season, but he ranks 30th in shots on goal. He has 60 shots on goal. He's missed the net 34 times, which is top 10. So he's not hitting the net as much, especially on Monday on that power play. If Miro can just have a bit more accuracy it will do wonders. He's got a little pop in that thing. He does, but he's missing the net too much. But I also will follow up with this little number as well. Yes, Miro is getting some shot opportunities. He's missing the net quite a few times, but he also ranks among the best in rebounds created. He's, uh, he's second best, 27 rebounds created so far this season. So even when he's getting shots through, the stars need to be in front and and trying to pound away some rebounds. So those are a few numbers that I thought were interesting. Yes, Miro's getting a lot of shot attempts. He needs to find the, the net a bit more, but he's also creating some rebounds, which is good, and some havoc. Also, let's touch on Thomas Harley a bit more and what he's doing. So, so far, as I mentioned, eight goals on the season. He has the third highest shooting percentage amongst defensemen in the National Hockey League. 19.5% for young Harley. And the ones above him are no goal scorers, so to speak, from the back end. <laughs> Jake Middleton from Minnesota uh, and and one from uh, uh uh, Montreal, excuse me, uh, startling, uh, was the other. So, uh, ones that are not amongst the leaders, that's how really remarkable his uh, goal scoring has been recently. And man, if he can chip in a bit more like he is on the power play, they need to get him some more power play time. I know they love having Miro play out there for both units and I get the appeal to that, but also, they want to give Miro some nights off, so to speak, or give him some more rest. Let Harley have a crack maybe at the top unit for a few games, but or, or split the time a bit more evenly instead of having Harley go out there for the last 20 seconds, garbage time, so to speak, uh, on the power play. Look, he's young, and maybe he should be grateful to be getting that opportunity, but look at it like Miro uh, had to wait behind Klinger, and yes, you have a, a great, offensive defenseman quarterbacking your power play. And I'm never going to take that away from Miro, but I think if you even it up a bit, maybe you get the best out of both of them. Or John was really taking a lot of the minutes. Miro got maybe some more of that garbage time. Klinger's gone. Miro explodes. Oh my God, he's an offensive genius. We knew it, <laughs> but he just didn't have the opportunity to show it. Try to split that time a bit more, and maybe you're going to get the best out of each player. And that really makes you very dynamic. But my point is, this defense turning out some production is so key to the Dallas Stars being really good and getting where they want to go. The best teams always have an active defense. 
Colorado's up there. Vancouver, who's killing it. And it's not even just Quinn Hughes. Philip Roenick is having an incredible season for them. Vegas, I mean, just the list goes on for them who have <laughs> who are just so, so steady on the back end. And I think if the Stars uh, can continue to do that, that will be good things moving forward, of course, with the approach of being better defensively first <laughs> on most times. So then uh, that kind of goes in for a Christmas wish list, I, I think, as well. That defense just continuing to be very, very productive. Speaking of productive, the Texas Stars played a game last night and Maverick Bork had himself a night. Find out what he did in just a moment. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by FanDuel. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot in FanDuel. It's getting a bit chilly around here in the month of December down in Dallas. And right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. It's the holiday season. You're hanging around family. Maybe there's some family you don't like talking to very much. And you don't want to have that small talk like you have to every single year. Why not prop up on the couch, have the game on, make yourself a little money, and maybe. That'll provide some happiness, so to speak. I'm not saying you're not happy to be with family because I hope you are enjoying the holiday season, but you get my point. And FanDuel so easy to use. You can make some money watching some games, spreads, player props, over-unders, and a ton more. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel official partner of the NFL. So Mr. Maverick Bork and... We've been keeping tight eyes, a very close, close look on Maverick Bork and Logan Stankoven throughout the season for good reason, because they're two of the top scorers in the American Hockey League. But get what happened last night against the Grand Rapids Griffins. So Maverick Bork scored four times, (laughs) four goals for Maverick Bork. His ninth, 10th, 11th, and 12th goals of the season and his 12th and 4th goal of the game was in overtime to end it. A remarkable shift, by the way, in three-on-three. You have to take a look at the video on the Twitterverse because it was remarkable. He hits the pipe his first way down the ice, thought he was ready to cash in on his fourth. The Griffins get a great look going the other way. Then Stan Coven feeds him on a two-on-one And then Bork buries it, of course. And the Texas Stars win 4-3 to in a crazy, crazy hockey game. But Maverick Bork is having himself a year. Logan Stankoven, by the way, picked up three assists on the four goals. He was almost involved in every single one of them. uh, Two of them were power play goals for Bork. So, I I mean, these two just go together like lamb and tuna fish. If you remember that reference, please let me know what movie, one of my all-time favorite movies. (laughs) So throwing out that uh, saying as well. But how about that for Maverick Bork? If these two uh, couldn't get any better, they go out and do that yesterday. Uh, I can't wait for these guys to come up. It is a damn shame that the Stars have a lot of NHL-ready forwards, and I'm not going to sit on here 
and say the stars need to have injuries or um, wish injuries. That is completely irresponsible. Okay. But it would be so fun to have these guys come up. I, of course, I want the stars to be completely healthy throughout the year. Bort with 36 points now in 25 games. Stan Coven with his three assists is up to 33 points. They are both five points or more clear of the uh, third leading score in the AHL uh, that plays for Hershey. So Bork and Stankoven are just lighting it up, and it's just a matter of time, probably next season, when these guys come up and uh, will have a huge impact. A huge impact. And with Matthew Shane being so awesome with seven points now in his last four games, there's the talk of extension. And man, I would love to extend Matt Duchesne so much. He's earning himself a payday from somebody. I don't know if it's going to come from the stars. I would love to keep Duchesne a lot, uh, around for as long as possible, but you have some very, very good talent blossoming down in the American Hockey League. Uh, and I don't know if you want to stunt that growth uh, by paying Matt Duchesne. Look, we may have to just deal with this when we get to that point, but. Uh, it's uh, it's awesome to see what those two kids are doing. And Stan Coven's just in his first season, Bork's in his second, and they're both just having great years. And they're going to be playing on a line forever, maybe, <laughs> uh, which is uh, a lot, uh, a lot of positive vibes moving forward for the Stars organization. So great job by Maverick Bork. I, I had to share that story as it came along last night. Four goals for Mr. Bork. And I believe the, the first, it would have been the first four goal game from a, let's say, Stars organization in general. I'm lumping it all together since Garyanov did it. Was was it Garyanov had four against Calgary? And was it game seven or, or game six of that bubble cup run? I've talked about 2020 now a couple times on today's podcast. How about that? Uh, I, I think that would have been it against Calgary in the closing game of that series. Mr. Dennis Giryanov, who is not on the team anymore, down the AHL with uh, Nashville, I believe. Uh, the Milwaukee Admirals. I think that's Nashville. Uh, either way, uh, enough on Mr. Giryanov. But yeah, Maverick Bork, kicking butt, taking names, those two. Uh, so had to share that. All righty, Stars back in action tomorrow. The Vancouver Canucks in town. One of the best teams in the Western Conference. Another great test. They kind of laid a goose egg against one of these measuring stick games, so to speak, against Vegas. Hopefully it's a better outcome here on Thursday. Continue to enjoy the rest of your week. Please follow me on the Twitter thing, Joy the Jet 19 Let me know uh, your Christmas wish list for the Dallas Stars in the comments as well. If you want to let me just know your Christmas wish list in general, feel free. <laughs> uh, maybe that'll give some ideas to every people. You got people asking you what you want for Christmas. I don't know, money, just gift cards. Maybe if, if you put your wish lists in there, maybe that gives an idea to somebody else. Anyways, rambling at this point. Thank you as much as always. We will see you tomorrow for another episode of Locked on SARS. So long, SARS fans.